Happy Tuesday, everyone, and thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we've got a ton to get to today. We're going to talk preseason Pac-12 football ratings. Let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it Locked On Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we got a lot to get to today. We're going to talk some Pac-12 football go. Now, let's get started here. Um, first things first. Um, now Arizona, we're going to do this because again, we want to talk about where we see Arizona fitting into the grand scheme of things, but first, all right, we're going to look, I know that it's the PAC 12 South or I know that the divisions are essentially gone right now. Totally understand all that. Totally appreciate all that, but still going to rank things based off the South, based off the North until we get a real idea, though, of where everything is just kind of in the grand scheme of things. Um, but that's kind of where we're at. All right. First things first. Um, I'm picking USC to win the conference and to win the South. I think that they're going to be um, – I think that they're going to be a team that uh, is just going to kind of run – you know, in year two of Lincoln Riley, I think they're going to kind of run things right there. You look at what he did at Oklahoma. You look at what he did at Arizona, or excuse me, at USC in that first year. You get Caleb Williams back. I think that I think that SC is going to have a very, very good season. Um, I don't. I know that I'm not exactly breaking any news right there, but that is how I feel. Now, looking at some of the other uh, some of the other teams out there, I think I'm going to put Utah at number two. Utah. As we've had uh, multiple uh, people uh, tell me, returns 18 of 22 starters. Now, um, I look at it and I think the, I think that, you know, with Kyle Whittingham, Kyle Whittingham just gets it. Um, there are certain coaches out there that just get it in the grand scheme of things. And Kyle Whittingham is one of those. As long as he's there, I think that Utah is going to be very, very good. Um, I don't know that they quite have that top end potential right there, but at the same time, I also think that uh, um, the uh, the ability is there for them though to be kind of a you know top fifteen ish team. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Rising at the quarterback spot. But again, you return eighteen to twenty two starters in your Kyle Whittingham. You got that. There's a lot to like right there if you're a Utah fan, regardless of what they say to me on Twitter. Okay, there, after this. Um, now, let's talk about uh, let's talk about my third pick. Arizona! We're going with the University of Arizona right here. We are going to back the A. Um, calling, uh, calling, the, calling you the back the A. Um, we're going with that. And there's a big reason why. Um... There is a big re- there is a big big reason there is a big reason why and that's because I am of the opinion that Arizona um, that Arizona is going to take that that third leap forward um, 
Arizona is going to take a big leap forward there, just like they did this second year. Um, now, um, when it uh, when it comes to this, um, when it comes to it, one thing I look at is the quarterback room. We've talked about this many, many times with Lincoln Riley, um, or excuse me, with uh, Jed Fish. Uh, Jaden Delora right now, along with uh, uh, Noah Fita, Braden Dorman, I think is a great quarterback room. And I think you could make the case that it is the second best quarterback room in the South. There, I just said it. And so again, very, very bullish on Arizona this coming year. Don't think they're going to be ranked, but I do think that um, uh, I do think that uh, it's going to be a team that is going to um, be able to win seven or eight games or so. Very, very bullish on the University of Arizona, as you can tell. Now, a couple other teams right there. Right after that, with uh, with USC, or excuse me, with um, with uh, Arizona, um, or excuse me, after that, UCLA. Now, a lot of people are ranking. Um, now, a lot of people are ranking uh, USC ahead of Arizona, or excuse me, UCLA ahead of Arizona. I totally get it. UCLA is coming off a better season, but I do think that losing DTR is going to be a big loss for the Cats. Um, now, or excuse me, for uh, UCLA. But again, bringing in a nice transfer, totally get all that, but. As we all know, in this day and age, those transfers can be hit or miss. I'm going to take what I've seen from Jaden Delora and the Arizona skill positions across the board, which I think are superior to UCLA's, especially at that wide receiver spot right there. You know, we got again, you got T-Mac, you got Cowing. We've talked about all that. I think Arizona is going to put up a lot of points on the offensive side of the ball. Big, big fans. Um, uh, but uh Big, big fans right there of what uh, um, uh, Arizona's doing. UCLA, again, it's not really a put down, but again, I look for them to slide back a little bit. Then you got Colorado. I like Prime. I like what Dion. Uh, I like what Dion's going to do there. I think Dion's going to be very good. Um, now, I think... Uh, um, I think... Uh, I think that, uh, you know, Dion... I think Dion's kid is going to be very, very good. Uh, big fan of a uh, big fan of hit, uh, um, Shadur Sanders, and you're going to have maybe the most talented quarterback combination in the class or in the country. But in football, there's a little bit more than goes into just the quarterback uh, or the cornerback spot. But I look for yet I look for Colorado to be in that six or seven win realm, something around there. And then after that, I think that they're going to. Uh, I think that maybe next year. The following year, they get eight, nine, ten wins, something like this, something like that. Now, um, when it comes to uh, that last team, ASU, I think ASU is going to suck. Um, not a big fan of them. I don't care that they got Jaden Rashada. Um, generally, guys like that that are kind of high maintenance, uh, guys that are babied a little bit, your Tate Martells of the world um, that commit to multiple places, they generally don't work out. I don't expect that to work out either. Um, I think ASU is going to stink. Not in at all on ASU, not back in ASU at all right there. Now, let's get to the North. I think with the North, you got two – or you got – the North is actually very, very good. Um, I think with the North, you basically got uh, – you got Washington, you got Oregon State, and you got Oregon. All right. I think what, what Washington found out is 
that, or excuse me, what Oregon found out is that Dan Lanning is a much better coach than Mario Cristobal. Mario Cristobal is not a good coach. He's a very good talent accumulator. He's not a good coach. Dan Lanning is a much better coach than Mario Cristobal there. I said it and I mean it. Um, now, when it comes to, uh, um, so I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Oregon with returning Bo Nix with uh, the quarterback room they have. I am going to pick Oregon number one in the North. Then after that, I am going to go Washington. Now, again, I'm a big, big fan of Jonathan Smith at uh, Oregon State. I think he does a fantastic job. Um, but the one thing about it is that not only does he do a uh, not only does he do a fantastic job, um, he's also bringing in DJ Uyagalele. But I also don't know how good DJ Uyagalele is because I watched him quite a bit at uh, Clemson, and I was never uh, I was never really that impressed by him, and I don't think a lot of people were uh, really that impressed by him. But either way is what it is. Take that for what it's worth. But again, back to it. I'm going Oregon. I think Oregon in the North has the most talent. Um, not only do I think they have the most talent, I think that uh, right now um, they have the uh, they have the ability to um, uh, pretty much pretty much be able to have the margin of error that not a lot of teams out there have. Um, so I'm going to Oregon uh, number two, uh, excuse me, number one. Now I'm going to explain my reasons for two and three here in just a minute. But first, Built Bar. All right, you look at the big, strong teams in the Pac-12 and you think to yourself, all right, which are the teams that could be consuming Built Bar? Um, now, uh, Built Bar is uh, Built Bar is kind of at the point, too, where it's like, all right, um, you know, uh, very good, very good stuff, but it also tastes great. Not only does it taste great, it is uh, it's effective, and it's a reason to look forward to uh, getting. Uh, um, uh, it's a reason. It's a reason to look forward getting uh, to uh, your protein after the workout, as opposed to just uh, as opposed to just um, uh, going through the motions. So again, check it out, Built Bar, based out of Utah, by the way. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. All right, thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we're breaking down Pac-12 South, Pac-12 North, and uh, everything you did because I want to talk a little bit of Arizona football right here. Um, and uh, um, I think that uh, I think that um, I think that right now uh, you look at the Pac-12 South. Um, you look at the Pac-12 South and, you know, you kind of think, or you think Pac-12 North and you think to yourself, it's a pretty loaded division. So again, I got Oregon going number one right there. Then after that, I've got Washington. The job that uh, Michael Penix did with new co- with new coach Kalen DeBoer, I think was fantastic. Now, it also goes to show you as well that when you've got a new coach, when you've got a new dynamic coach in play and good players around, it makes things a little bit easier for you, and that's uh, that's what I think is going to happen with Washington. I expect Washington to be very good, and then you got Oregon State. Oregon State to me is going to be a team that um, 
I think with Jonathan Smith, they're a top 25 team. I really, um, I, uh, I really, I, uh, I do, uh, I think with Jonathan Smith, I think that, um, you know, they're, uh, they're going to be a very good team. And I am, uh, I'm excited to see exactly where everything is right there. But I think again, top 15, top 20 team, something to that realm right there. Um, now when, uh, um, now, there's some other things that I think we need to keep in mind here. But first, let's look at the rest of the uh, division down there. And again, Stanford has a new coach. And uh, and David Shaw, quite frankly, I know he had a very nice run at Stanford for sure. But um, I think that uh, he was always a little bit overrated in my book. I was never really um, – I was never really uh, into uh, – um, I was never really into where everything was, um, with David Shaw. I thought he was way too conservative and, um, you know, um, and I just really wasn't, you know, big fan, uh, just wasn't a real big fan of, you know, anything, um, um, that, uh, I wasn't just a really big fan of anything. wasn't really a big uh, wasn't really a big uh, fan of anything that uh, you know um, that uh, he did. But again, he won some games. I think Stanford was wise to move on. I think both sides were wise to move on. I think I think Stanford is going to stink though. Uh, Washington State, I'm okay with Washington State. Like their coach, um, I think they'll be okay. And then California, I like Justin Wilcox, but I think the thing with Justin Wilcox is you also wonder to uh, you also do wonder how well, how good is this? Uh, you know, what is the upside at Cal? And that's the question that I don't um, I don't think that anybody really has an answer for. Is what is the upside at Cal? Because I don't know, quite frankly, what that is. Um, again, I think that Wilcox has done a good job, but I also don't know that this is something where you're going to be able to, uh, you know, you're going to be able to really ever make that next step. And if you can't make that next step, then you're always going to kind of be languishing in mediocrity. And I think that's kind of where they are. All right. Now let's talk about something that is not languishing in mediocrity. FanDuel. All right. Here's the deal. FanDuel.com backslash locked on. So here's what you do. You go on to FanDuel and you can get up, you can get $150 free if you put down just $5. Again, if that might seem too good to be true, but take that might seem too good to be true. But you know what? Sometimes that's just the way uh that's just the way things are, and it's not too good to be true. Trust FanDuel, check it out. You put down five or you put down that and get 150 bucks in free plays just off that five dollars. The Super Bowl is here right now. Who doesn't want to bet on the Super Bowl? And um who not only that, who wants to bet on the Super or who doesn't want to bet on the Super Bowl? Do it with FanDuel again, fanduel.com backslash locked on. All right, we're going to take a quick break right here, and then we're going to talk about the overall future of the Pac-12. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, now, let's talk a little bit about 
the future of the Pac-12 when it comes to football and, heck, and when it comes to basketball. Now, losing SC and losing UCLA, I don't care what anybody says, those are big losses, and those are losses that you just don't come back from. You don't add, you don't add San Diego State and SMU and say, yep, all right, well, we broke even. That's You're not going to ever break even there. It's a loss. I hate that they're leaving the conference, but it is what it is. Um, I think the Pac-12 had something to do with that, obviously, with some of the horrendous decision-making, the TV deals, you name it. But either way, um, they are uh, – um, they are, you know, they're moving on. But there still are some other good – assuming the conference stays together, there's still some very good news. There's some very good teams in there as well. You've got uh, you've got Oregon that we talked about. Heck, the entire Pac-12 North, as we talked about, multiple top 25 teams there, Oregon, Washington, Oregon State. Those teams are all going to be preseason top 25 teams there. Now, in the South, it gets a little bit more interesting. Uh, you got Utah, obviously. But maybe that's where Arizona starts to make their move. Hint, hint, hint. Maybe that's where Arizona starts to make their move. That'll be fascinating. I don't know what to really expect there. And quite frankly, I don't know that anybody knows exactly what to expect uh, when it comes to the U of A or when it comes to the, the future. But I will say this. I and many, uh, I think it's not really a secret. Anybody that knows me knows that um, that uh, Oregon's, uh, Oregon State um, – uh, that Oregon State, um, excuse me, uh, that I feel that this is just, uh, I feel that Arizona just needs to do a better job, quite frankly, of being able to promote um, uh, the, the brand that it has. And I think that that can be better in the Big 12 because I think football is pretty much even. And I think uh, basketball is, Basketball is um, kind of at that same plateau right now. Or basketball in the Big 12 is obviously the best in the conference or in the country, and it's not even close. Arizona is a basketball school, as we know. Um, so that's where I'd like to. Uh, that's where I'd like to see uh, Arizona. That's where I'd like to see Arizona be able to really kind of you know make their next move. But you know what? At the end of the day. Uh, the decision makers out there for Arizona, I have full faith in. They are smarter than me. And so, again, but um, Pac-12 football this coming year should be pretty fun, to be honest with you. Um, there's some really good teams. And not only are there some really good teams, um, there are uh, – uh, not only are there some really good teams, there are um, a bunch of teams that could compare uh, – you know, could compete for the um, uh, college football playoff. So we'll see. And you're always going to have a good fertile, uh, recruiting ground as well. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. But again, that's why I just wanted to talk about Pac-12 South, Pac-12 North, where everybody ranks, and mainly to be able to get a shot in there for Arizona as being it's going to be able to make some noise in the Pac-12 South Again, I uh, I I look at them being preseason number. I look at them; they won't be preseason number three, but I look at them as being the team that is going to surprise people. And when they win seven or eight games, come right back at me. Um, and uh, so that's kind of where we're at right right now. So, all right, let's take a quick break, and everybody comes back. Everybody come back. 
And um, again, have a great Tuesday. We're gonna have tomorrow. We're gonna be talking Arizona basketball. We're gonna be talking. Um, we're gonna be talking a little bit of uh, Arizona Tommy Lloyd Presser. You've been listening to Locked On Wildcat.